Welcome to the Leadership Practice Series, brought to you by Cambridge Leadership Associates. In this series, we'll embark on a journey through the essential practices of adaptive leadership, providing you with actionable insights and strategies to develop your leadership skill. We welcome you to join us as we explore the art of leadership, one practice at a time. I'm glad to be with you again today. If you've come this far, you've had a chance to strengthen your observational skill set and hone your ability to think more structurally about the adaptive challenge you face while gathering and holding multiple interpretations simultaneously. The final I of our observe, interpret, intervene model is intervene and its practice of intervention. Intervention is last in the model for a reason, but unfortunately it's also the place that many individuals in positions of authority start. And the upshot of starting with intervention is often callous behavior that is ineffectual or worse, wreaks havoc. It's important to remember that adaptive challenges are complex and will require some individuals or groups to change behaviors, beliefs, or thoughts. In short, some stakeholders will experience loss. So acting callously and without effective data or interpretation means the rate of failure will be especially high. Even still, with sufficient observation and interpretation, Designing an effective leadership intervention or move against an adaptive challenge is a perilous act fraught with a high rate of failure, since behavior and systems are difficult to change. But hey, this is leadership where pioneering change and innovation is the mandate, and you've signed up for it. What is a leadership intervention? A leadership intervention is any action we take to make progress on the adaptive challenges we face. In this light, We, as practitioners of leadership, are instruments for catalyzing change. We need not make any judgment as to the size, scope, or scale of our designed interventions. Some people assume effective leadership interventions are grand-scale initiatives. In truth, the most effective leadership interventions are the dozens, hundreds, and thousands of small communications, actions, and experiments taken to plant seeds, test assumptions, and introduce possibility. The two most important things about leadership interventions are, one, that they are intentional, which is to say designed, and two, that they have as a central goal the intention of creating progress against the challenge we face. That's it. But there's literally an infinite variety of possible actions you could take within a system. And while your context and data will inform which moves you make, the good news is that if your moves are incremental and well calibrated, you will get many attempts. Fundamentally, the central question around our designed leadership intervention is, did it advance the critical work forward in even the smallest way? In this fast-paced world of execution and results, we are tempted to evaluate the efficacy of our interventions on speed and pace of change, but this can be dangerous. While adaptive work sometimes includes critical outcomes at important time intervals, adaptive work can sometimes take months, years, or decades. Incremental movements are often necessary for teams, organizations, or societies to pivot beliefs and behaviors. So while the athlete leverages biomechanical feedback in microseconds to adjust and alter performance, compare that to the fight for voting rights for women in the United States, known as the women's suffrage movement, which took nearly 100 years. Why are leadership interventions so important? Fundamentally, our leadership interventions are points of contrast that highlight the gap between the current way of being and doing and the hoped-for future. They are the tip of the spear in organizational change. 
They're often the first point of contact in organizational systems to challenge, probe, question, create clarity, surface confusion, or call out moments when the work is being avoided. They sometimes edify, and they're usually designed to create capacity. They're small steps in turning perspectives from current reality to future possibility, which will require a new way of thinking, being, or doing. Leadership interventions are also the primary adjustment knob for controlling the heat in the kitchen, which is to say the amount of stress present in a system. Insufficient stress and the urgency for change doesn't exist. Why change if this is working so well? Too much stress and systems break while people teakettle or disengage. They collapse under the stress confronting them. The analogy of cooking soup is appropriate here. When cooking a soup in the kitchen, controlling the temperature of the liquid in the pot becomes critical. Too hot for too long and the soup will boil over. Too cool and the soup will not cook. Confronting thorny problems will require change and therefore controlling the heat with your interventions. Interestingly, teams and organizations with high adaptive capacity can tolerate significantly more stress than those without. So your role in leadership is essentially to build capacity that allows for new ways of doing and being. The practice of designing effective leadership interventions. It should be noted that well-designed leadership interventions are often small, measured, and frequent. They are the mechanisms by which micro-corrections alter the chemistry of what we're cooking. To extend the metaphor, observation is tasting the soup, interpretation is the conclusion that it needs more salt, and intervention is a dash that is added to the pot. There are a few keynotes for designing effective interventions. The first is timing. Timing is almost everything in our leadership interventions. Too much, too soon, or too little, too late is a constant calibration for the practitioner of leadership. Is the individual, team, problem, issue, or challenge you face ripe for change? Does your designed intervention support a ripening of the issue? Unfortunately, efficacy of our timed intervention is almost never fully understood until after we try it. Leadership in this light is an improvisational art. However, optimizing our timing improves with practice as we deepen our understanding of people, issues, and triggers. The right moments are born from the right opportunities. Sometimes patience in deploying our designed move is important. A second keynote for designing effective leadership interventions is to leverage and develop your leadership toolkit. Your leadership toolkit is the set of go-to moves you normally deploy to highlight an issue, command focus on a problem, marshal resources, or motivate action. Expanding your toolkit means practicing with different approaches. For example, if you're a person that tends to prefer to build consensus for initiatives within your teams, consider deploying behavior that is more declaratory, directive, and definitive. We call this breaking pattern. And there are many other moves that can modulate heat, build alliances, or keep attention on the work. The range of options you have at your disposal is virtually limitless, but your toolkit of go-to moves will expand as you try something new. A short example of the ideas of both timing and toolkit in action. I worked with a soft-spoken CEO once who was hired to rebuild a struggling company that had a culture which historically shifted blame and stymied accountability. He struggled in the first six months to change the culture, which was delaying anticipated financial results. When I met with him a year later, he had garnered a reputation for an occasional vocal hot temper. He admitted to me one day that his tempers were antithetical to his nature, and instead that they were specifically timed and designed. 
They were often, but not always, effective. I gave the CEO high marks for his intentionality, consciously deploying measured anger, which he found to be more effective earlier in the fiscal quarter when employees were under less stress to meet quotas. In this way, he controlled the heat by ratcheting up stress and accountability earlier in the cycle when they needed it. While the efficacy of his temper diminished when using this approach at the end of the quarter, his experimentation allowed him to become more effective doing something that had never previously existed in his toolkit. Was he putting on a show, I asked him? No, he explained. He was frustrated. He truly was. But he channeled his frustration in a different way. Rather than seethe quietly, he'd yell in short staccato bursts. His outbursts were so out of character, as perceived by his team, that it startled them into action. This began a rich exploration for him in intervening in new and novel, often experimental ways. He continued to evaluate the efficacy of his interventions by observing the results. Did they move the work forward? And what other interventions could he try to drive team engagement? He began every meeting by declaring the intention for the meeting, which created focus and urgency. He sometimes refused to answer easy questions from his leadership team to prompt independent thinking, These approaches and a whole host of other behaviors that were unique to his traditional way of operating began to challenge the team in new ways. And as he explored new ways of intervening, he became a student of human behavior and admitted, quote, every day is an opportunity to learn, end quote. Not surprising, financial stability and growth returned to the firm. Remember, the practice of leadership is difficult for a reason. You're attempting to galvanize people around the work that they don't know how or don't want to do. In this way, leadership interventions that fail to move the work forward will be the norm, not the exception. As you engage courageously to try new things, your experimental mindset will not see failure. It will see more data and more opportunities. Have heart, stay in the game, and keep experimenting with timing and acts of personal deployment. Invitation to Experiment As a high-potential leader doing important work in your organization, your talents and efficacy have been acknowledged. We invite you to practice expanding your leadership toolkit and designing effective leadership interventions using the observational data and multiple interpretations you've gathered on your adaptive challenge. I'd like you to get specific in designing an experiment within the context of the adaptive challenge confronting you that is designed to move the work forward, frankly, in any way that makes sense. Maybe you need to challenge the status quo or ripen the issue or work to cultivate shared understanding across stakeholders. In any case, the experiment should be small, intentional, and specific. It could be a conversation, an email, a request for feedback, anything. The key is that you're intentional and that the act is designed to create a tiny bit of progress against your challenge. Approach this invitation with an experimental mindset as you listen for the right timing to act. Consider intervening in a way that extends your leadership toolkit. Trying something new will feel uncomfortable at first, but reflect on its efficacy to see what you can learn. Episode Conclusion In this episode, we discussed the role of effective interventions in highlighting the gap between current reality and our desired future. We talked about the practice of designing effective interventions to move the work forward by timing our interventions well and by expanding our range of go-to action options in the form of our leadership toolkit. And I issued a challenge to you to deploy a practice of intervention as a small-scale experiment to study. 
Our hope is that this simple framework, when reduced to practice, allows you to create clarity, generate energy, and more effectively work through complex adaptive challenges to deliver success. As with anything in life, we extract from an experience the energy we put into it. I encourage you to practice, 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 and then practice some more. The intrinsic rewards of achieving impossible things make the leadership journey a path worth taking. From all of us at CLA, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Leadership Practice Series. We hope you've gained some valuable insights and strategies to further develop your leadership skills. To learn more, you can find us on the web at cambridge-leadership.com.